Hi, I'm Alyssa. I'm Jenna. And welcome to Sincerely Your Best Friends, a podcast about life and advice for people who don't seem to have a best friend or are miles and miles away from theirs like us. We're here to help you and have a good time while we do it. All right, let's chat. This episode is about self-improvement and self-growth. I think this is episode six, so welcome. (laughs) Welcome, welcome, welcome back. I mean, the fact that you're even listening to this proves you're on some sort of self-growth journey. (laughs) (laughs) Or you just want to listen to a bunch of crackheads. uh... Yeah, it's just all shits and gigs over here. (laughs) Shits and gigs. (laughs) Oh gosh. Yeah. So um this week we're diving into a, a little self-growth talk. Yeah, I think it's uh something the two of us have dealt a lot in and are still dealing with, but mm-hmm. I don't think we're we were necessarily like aware that we were like on a self-growth journey while we were doing it. Like, there were things we wanted to improve on, but I don't think we, like, were like, oh, I'm going to start my self-growth journey. Yeah, you you don't, like, set a date, like, today (laughs) I'm going to start my self-growth, like, yeah, I mean. A bunch of baby steps. I, um, I know you started your journey, like, back before you went off to college, right? Yeah, like, the end of high school. Mm -hmm. And I am just, I would say now a little, I don't want to say I'm in the thick of it, but I'm in the thick of it right now. Yeah. I mean, I don't even think it's necessarily something you get out of. Like, I think there's just always a time where you're trying to improve yourself. At least there should be. Like, uh, you should always just be out there trying to grow as a person. But I do think there is like a chunk of it where you're like, focused on more aspects of it yeah than others like right now like I'm trying to just be overall more confident and like not really care about what other people think and like just becoming like that girl but like what my version of that girl is like just healthy and super like radiant and confident but like I feel like back when I started in like at the end of high school, I was like starting very bare bones. Like I like deconstructed who I was as a person and started over type thing. Yeah. I would say like mine kind of started, I think, um, probably like my senior year, like going into my senior year is when I started like getting into like strength training and seeing that I like my body is like changing with mm-hmm. um, strength training and not just like, I think people have a misconception that like all you need to be doing is cardio yeah. to like lose weight and see changes with your body when that's like not at all. I barely do freaking cardio. But yeah. I think towards like second semester of my senior year is like really when I started to like get into it more and then Mm -hmm. it kind of like came in like a wave I would say yeah now and I think it's like it also takes like life experiences to Mm -hmm. show you the areas you want to improve on yeah 
So, like, I don't think I necessarily would have known that I have this intense fear of judgment if I didn't start my business. Mm -hmm. Because that's something that you kind of have to be, like, a big advocate for. Like, I think it takes certain situations. That's why I think, like, self-improvement is not like a sort of like a time period type yeah. thing. I think it's like ever growing with you because yeah. certain situations are only going to expose another part of you that you can mm-hmm. improve. Like I mentioned in the last episode, like getting Cosmo, he lit- he showed me that I need to work on my patience mm-hmm. with things that I care for. And I've gotten so much better, but I wouldn't have if I didn't have to deal with a puppy, yeah. you know? Um, do you want to go into kind of your self-growth journey and like? Yeah. Um, so I won't go into any details, but something pretty, uh, I wouldn't say like life altering, like on top of all of my family members, a lot of them passing away. At the end of high school, I just like went through this very like big experience that was not fun and I remember I was like so deep in a depressive state and this is back when I had snapchat and I remember you had snapchatted me and you were like I don't know if like I hadn't like talked to you in a couple days or something but you were like hey like how are you like what's going on and I like I remember so vividly like just telling you like I'm not okay I don't know if I like snapchatted you a video or like a like Mm -hmm. a picture I just I very vividly remember just saying like I'm not okay yeah and you came over and I just remember like literally like bawling my eyes out in like a hug with you like just venting Mm -hmm. and like from that moment it makes me emotional to still think (laughs) about because like I remember, like, waking up the next day. Like, you know, if you've cried a lot, like, you just wake up so groggy and just, like, so drained. I remember, like, thinking, like, you had shown me that, like, all people aren't bad. Like, the the, reason I felt the way I did was because something bad happened to me and I was, like, in a terrible situation. So it just showed me, like, I had a good support system and I had, like people around me to support and like rally with me Mm -hmm. so I just sort of like literally I remember waking up and thinking like it's my job to fix the way I feel right now so I've made like a list of like what what are things that I could devote my time to to make me feel better like it was coming into the summer and we were gonna leave for school and I think that kind of helped like being able to have like a start date of something new Mm -hmm. coming and like a really good chance for the reinvented version of myself to be in a totally new situation because if that would have happened like junior year and I went back senior year of high school everyone there would be like who's this bitch trying to be like I don't want to say it happened at the right time but it happened like at the right time where you kind of could wash your hands of like the situation and and it's not like like you're going three hours away from home like you're not Mm -hmm. gonna run into what happened you know what I mean you can kind of escape that which was very beneficial and I 
that probably helped tremendously. Yeah. So I remember I got my hair cut, which I feel like is always the Mm -hmm. first pivotal thing. I got my hair cut. I really started focusing on spending a lot more time with my family and not being like, I would just get irritated really easily. And I tried to like erase that. I'm like, uh, Saturdays, if my mom wants me to just tag along and run errands, like I'll do that. Cause there's going to be a time where I'm not able to do that. And like, I can hang out with my niece and nephew and my grandma, like, Oh, I miss grandma living upstairs with me. She was a riot. <laughs> she just could always sew my pants. <laughs> she was just the best. She always had snacks too, but, um, Yeah, I just, like, really devoted the time to, like, work on my roots. Like, spend time around people I knew, like, loved and cared for me. And then I had, like, a list. Like, I wanted to read books. I wanted to do, like, update my wardrobe in a way that made me feel confident and, like, do a bunch of little things, only listening to positive like podcasts and like really kind of censoring media for myself. Mm -hmm. So like toxic things weren't getting in. And I had to unfortunately like follow a lot of unfollow a lot of girls because I was in the comparison game or like that's when I got rid of Snapchat and Twitter because I was like, I'm just seeing too much. Yeah. And it's, not helping. So like I said, I really had to like go bare bones with it and figure out like, like, how am I going to grow from here? What can I do to make me the person that I want to be? You never got rid of Instagram, right? Just Snapchat and. Yeah. Instagram. I did a very like deep dive and I would like, I guess I've just always, maybe I've just always been self-aware enough where I could scroll through Instagram and I would see like a girl post and I would, as soon as I started comparing myself to them, I was like, for right now, like I have to unfollow them. And like, I know these days, if you get a follow request, like randomly from someone, you're like, I thought this bitch was following me the whole time. Like, why did they unfollow me? But I think we have to understand that sometimes it might be more so for the mental health of that person than like. Mm-hmm. them just like being nosy or something right. so I had to unfollow like a lot of people and it wasn't because I didn't care what was going on in their lives it's because like my mentality wasn't cut out to see what they were going yeah. what they were doing I think that's how like when you went off to college and like you met Tom because I think you were in that like right state of mind and like you did that work um, in the yeah. beginning to like of loving yourself. And um, I I truly believe that like you cannot love somebody else until you love yourself. Oh, 100%. Because mm-hmm. I think even in the first couple months of dating Tom, it was so scary. And like, I would get hit with thoughts like, why does this man like, love me, you know, mm-hmm. and then I would instantly be able to cut myself off and be like, no, Alyssa, like, this is what you worked on. Like, Mm -hmm. there's Tom, like, at that point, I remember saying, like, Tom's given you no reason to not trust him, no reason to make you think that he doesn't love you. So don't worry about it until those like until that presents itself. There's no reason to stress about it or question it. 
I remember just telling myself, like, just ride it out. Like, this is a real thing and just like be in the moment with it. And I think that really helped. But I think also going away to college and being able to have a like a more solid foundation of loving who I was becoming yeah. helped with that. And I think like um when you're like going like when you're meeting somebody like I know we've talked about this like I always overthink and I always want to plan like okay what's next what's next what's next and like when you're in that kind of situation I feel like you kind of writing the ending and like writing what's going to happen next is what's going to ultimately kill the moment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just going to like die off or blow up in your face or what? It's like very much so future tripping. Like Mm -hmm. I feel like when people, like if I was to get together with Tom and instantly, like we both knew and we would joke about the fact that we were going to get married really early on, but it was never like, It was just like what happens, happens Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But I feel like if you get in a relationship and you put that much pressure on it, then while you're still like learning the person, I feel like it's easier for you to get angry or like if they expose qualities that you don't necessarily like. If you've already assigned them the label of your husband or wife or whatever, if they do something that irritates you, you're like, I don't want that quality in my husband. Like, you know, like in your head, it's like how it like, like it like punches it out. Like you're not accepting. So I think we just have to like let things be sometimes. Yeah. And I like, I have a similar experience with that. Like, um, this person that I dated for like a couple of months, it was kind of like very fast. And Mm -hmm. like, I was kind of trying to like, write the future with him and like Mm -hmm. I I don't know like the feelings weren't really they it wasn't like butterflies or not butterflies Mm -hmm. but like sparks were flying like you know what I mean right and I think I tried to like make that happen for me Mm -hmm. um and like I like forced him to like not forced him but like meet my friends like Mm -hmm. see how he interacts and like these certain like certain situations and like he met my like family I met his family and it was kind of like very fast in a very short amount of time Mm -hmm. and like and then we were talking about like moving in together and it was just like I felt so like smuggled like yeah and like I'm I wasn't in the place to commit fully like that Mm -hmm. I'm still not in that place and that that freaks me out because like like what if I didn't I don't want to say end it but like what if I didn't end it and I'm like stuck on that path of like marriage and like now we're living together and like right and like then I don't want to say it's too late but it's like Mm -hmm. well like I just got a lot of people emotionally involved in this that it's Mm -hmm. just not you really have to like just don't rush anything like live in the moment and like don't try and force something that isn't there. Yeah. And I think that alone, like that whole situation already shows like how much you've grown as a person Mm -hmm. because you knew exactly when like, okay, like I think it's good to step away from this, but you also knew like, I don't want to get so many people emotionally involved Mm -hmm. in this. If, 
if I don't see it going anywhere. Yeah. So that already shows like great improvement on your part. Cause a lot of people can't do that. And then they get married to the person and they hate their guts after yeah. three years. And like, I think maybe like if I was in college, I would have forced it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I would have wrote it out until mm-hmm. shit hit the fan and like, now you're married to the guy and like, yeah, it just wouldn't have been good for anybody yeah. long term. So I think, too, like in college, you do like you see everybody mm-hmm. coupling up and stuff. Yeah. I think it's easy to feel like, well, crap, like if I'm not even making like any headway, mm-hmm. if I have this thing that has potential, then maybe I should stick to it. I think it's very much like we said in the last episode, just listening to your gut. Yeah. Because... Like I said, like Tom and I knew we'd be together for at least like a long, a long term relationship at that point. Mm-hmm. But we never like felt any pressure with that. That's good. But it wasn't like I never had to say like, let's ride it out. It, it was just sort of like a thing where it's like just be in the moment with the relationship. Yeah. I never questioned it. And I think if you are questioning it, like we said, that's when it's going to only keep coming back more magnified, those yeah. questions. So what, I guess, what do you think, like, triggered your self-growth journey? Um, I can't, like, put my finger on it. Like, freshman year of college, I was, like, the heaviest, like, I've ever been. And, mm-hmm. like... After that year, like, I did keto for a while, and it, like, I did that my, like, I lost a little weight going into, like, sophomore year, and then into junior year, I did keto, like, over the summer, and I lost, like, a good amount of weight, and then, um, obviously, if you don't, keto is, like, is not. It's not sustainable. Yeah, like, once you get back into the routine of, like, drinking and, like, Mm-hmm. you're like living the college life yeah like it the weight is gonna like creep back up um and then I think over the summer I over the summer into my senior year I um I don't know if you know like the fitness influencer um I think it's Whitney Simmons yes I do mm-hmm. I somehow came across her videos on YouTube and I was like I would love to be somebody who felt like that confident in the gym and like lifted weights and like was really strong. And so I like started watching her videos and, um, Oh, that summer me and Paige got a membership. Cause like students, I think they could get a free membership at, um, Hobart and William Smith or oh, gym. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we would go and we would go work out like every, like literally every single day we would go to the gym um, because the Red Wings baseball team, <laughs> they used to work out there over the summer. So we'd like go to the gym and like see these like pretty hot guys there. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I would just follow like, it was never like a consistent workout, like every, um, single time but I remember the first time I was there and like I was lifting and I was like 
I couldn't lift like a lot. Like I didn't have a lot yeah. of strength or whatever. Um, but then I wasn't, I didn't put the two together, like eating healthy and like working out. Right. I, um, I mean, I, I don't eat like, I don't eat bad. Like I eat Not pretty good. All. Like I you don't, never have, no, I never eat fast food. Like maybe once in a while, but like, I don't eat horrible. Um, Mm-mm. but like I was waitressing, no, I was bartending my family's restaurant. Um, but still I wouldn't eat like chicken fingers. Like I would eat like chicken and like veggies and stuff. But, and then into my senior year, like I could see like changes in my body, like Mm -hmm. physical changes. Like I didn't really lose like a lot of weight. Um, just from like working out. I mean, I lost a little bit and I lost like inches and stuff. Um, but it built my confidence up mm-hmm. and then, um, I made like a routine my senior year of like going to the gym in the morning, like after class or whatever. Um, and then it wasn't, I, I think it was like over Christmas break, Marley, um, launched her oh, right. yeah. fitness thing. And I like, just like DM'd her to see like what it was and like mainly like how much was it like to get mm-hmm. like to do that um and it that time it wasn't like expensive because she was like just starting out and I did um like the nutrition and the um workouts and stuff so she would like send over my like macros and like my meals for that week like breakfast mm-hmm. lunch dinner and my snacks um which helped me like, learn how to eat, like, portion control, like, learn how to cook good food, mm-hmm. like, healthy food, and, like, get me familiar with, like, the kitchen and everything, and so I would say the second half of my senior year, when I really started getting into it, is when, like, my journey, like, kicked off, and, like, I'd be, like, I'd go to the gym, like, every single day, religiously at, like, this time, mm-hmm. I would go Saturday mornings and I would see like all these people that like doubted me or like Mm -hmm. I would even see guys that I've liked um would talk to but like nobody it's hard for me to say this because like it sucks but like I think guys were like embarrassed to like Mm. date me or to like be seen with me just because of the way I looked and I would see them at the gym and like I like there was like a guy on the rugby team but um that I would see like all the time and then so like that I don't want to say that like pushed me but like it sucks when you're like going out mm-hmm. with all of your friends and like everybody and like guys go up to them at like the bar and like I I mean this has happened like my whole life that I was always, like, kind of overlooked because of my friends and nothing wrong with my friends. But, like, guys would always see me as, like, the wing woman. Like, how do I, like, how do I talk to your friend? Like, how will I get your friend to, like, go out with me or whatever? And it was, so I think that, like, there's, like, a lot of factors of, like, my life that Mm -hmm. kind of, like, incorporated this. Not incorporated this, but, like, promoted this. Yeah. Um, but 
yeah, into my senior year, or end of my senior year, I lost, like, a good amount of weight, like, I was really healthy, um, and I just felt good, like, I felt, Mm -hmm. like, on top of the world, and it's always funny, because, like, (laughs) they always come back, like, all the guys that, like, (laughs) curved me, they always come back, and, like, they're still coming back, like, they're still, like, (laughs) texting me, and, like, and it's, like, for what? Like, you had your chance, but, like, Mm -hmm. you didn't, you didn't like me for who I was, I'm the same person, yeah. but you didn't like me at that point, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, exactly. And then um, I kind of, like, took a little break over the summer, which I shouldn't have, but I was, like, when I moved, like, I did it in the summer, and then when I moved, I took a little break to kind of get me, mm-hmm. like, adjusted to this life. And then COVID happened. Right. So I gained a little weight, like. COVID. And then I just wasn't after that, I just was not in the right like headspace. I kind of put myself to the side um, a little bit and I didn't put myself first at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Which led me into like a lot of like anxiety and like, I wasn't depressed, but like I was sad. Um, And like the different environments I was in, it was just not good. And then, um, over the summer I was like, I need to like make a change. I hate the way that I look. I hate my mentality. Um, and Mm -hmm. ever since then I started working with Marley again. And it was like, even she says it like Jenna, like you're, this is like a complete different you like this time around, like this is good. Like, and I, I will say I've done a lot of like Mm -hmm. self-improvement in the past, like six months since like September that makes me so happy so a little bit about my story (laughs) yeah I think like your story brings up really good points but just like I'm proud of you as a friend because like you have like way more motivation and like you stick to things way better than I can so I don't mean to make you cry but I'm just like so proud of you like to my core like it's just very nice to see. Well, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. And, like, now I kind of think of it, like, I had anxiety and depression probably, like, really magnified the last, like, six or seven years. And I think of it, it's just very weird to notice, but I think, like, you did, like, such a good job at, like, setting goals for yourself, which is so key in mm-hmm self-improvement like and you want to make them like reasonable goals like you weren't like I want to be like wearing a bikini and the hottest Instagram model like you wanted it to be like I want to feel good about myself Mm -hmm. like I want to feel confident like your goals have to be like real like raw things you're trying to form not necessarily like what society will see when those goals like finish you know yeah and like I know um, this time around, like, I have my overall goal, Mm -hmm. and it's not based on weight. It's based on, like, how I feel, how I want to look. Um, But, like, it's important that you have many goals, many milestones leading up to those goals. Like, I'm, like, I know I said 
not about weight, but like one right. of my milestones is to get under a certain weight. Mm-hmm. And I am like, I would say like 10, no, 12 pounds until I'm there. But I'm not focusing on like the 12 number. I'm focusing on, all right, let me get down like two more pounds. Let me get down like another yeah. three, four pounds. And like Little taking chunks. it, yeah, step by step because you'll get discouraged if like, you wake up and you step on the scale and you see like you haven't, and I quote, made any progress, but you're really mm-hmm. like making huge progress. You just don't see it. Yeah. Like, and I think I noticed that too, when I was trying to just build a better, like positive inner talk to myself. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like I was going to be able to wake up one day and start talking to myself. Nice. Like I had to do things like, stuff as corny as writing like messages to myself on the mirror like you're beautiful like you're smart you're intelligent like things like that and like listening to podcasts Mm -hmm. and stuff but it wasn't like I could it had to be manageable chunks I listened to podcasts I read books like I went for walks like I just was doing a lot of things to contribute to that overarching goal not like waking up one day and being like oh I love myself now like (laughs) and I think like you have to be consistent with it and like Mm -hmm. what I've learned on this journey is consistency is key and I hate how cliche that Mm -hmm. sounds but consistency is key and like you're gonna lose motivation in whatever goal or whatever you have set for yourself and like that's where you need to like push discipline and like practice Mm -hmm. how to be disciplined in your day-to-day life like and like set your boundaries and set your goals and then focus on like you're going to be motivated for like a week and then like after that week you're going to be like well I can I can lax off like this day like I'm not Mm going to journal tonight like I'll journal tomorrow and then tomorrow comes and you don't do it but like you need to be disciplined like say to yourself like I'm not going to move forward in anything unless I stick with it and I make myself do it. Right. Yeah, because I think just like you, like motivation only carries you so far to the point where Mm -hmm. I don't even feel like I've felt motivated, but I don't even feel like motivation's a real thing. Like it is purely discipline that gets you there. Yeah, 100%. I think what we mistake motivation for is like just like the obsessive like obsessing over that thought like we're like okay I want to have a really nice body and then it doesn't happen in two weeks and you're like well I'm done yeah and you're like you blame it like oh I lost motivation it's no you didn't have the self-discipline to Mm -hmm. get there no goal happens in two weeks and I hate to say it like that but like our goal for this podcast not our goal, but our thought about this podcast has been, like, over a year in the making. Mm -hmm. Like, we just finally, I don't want to say finally, but now it's finally happening. But we took that whole year and, like, it helped us into the podcast. Yeah. And, like, yeah, so, like, I don't know. You can't just snap your fingers and want the life that you want. And I I said this, I said this to Marley because like, 
I, I mean, I wake up every day and I wish that I was this successful. Mm -hmm. I want my body to look like this. I want this in my life. But it's like, you lose the journey to get to that point. Like, you need to learn to love your journey and, like, learn to love those days that you hate waking up Mm -hmm. and, like, having to go to work or having to go to the gym or having to do this. You have to learn to, like, love it. Like, yes, one more, like, this day I'm, like, getting steps closer to my goal. Like, and you're putting in the work and, like, you're going to wake up on that day where you finally reach your goal. Mm-hmm. And you're going to reflect back and, like, see how far you've come. Yeah. And, like, that's going to be more, and I quote, motivation and yeah. more, like, healthy than pushing yeah, yourself like, when it's not your time. Like, what do they say? It's not it's not about the destination. It's about the journey because mm-hmm. that's so much more valuable because I don't know if you've noticed, but, like, if you have a goal, like, you're proud of yourself when you reach it but you're also like on to the next thing already Mm -hmm. so it's like you shouldn't even obsess over the destination because it's going to be such a split second you're going to be proud of yourself but you're going to be you're going to have something new Mm -hmm. to start that journey on so it's like again like we were saying like just let it be like just be in the moment and be present with whatever you're working on Mm -hmm. and don't stress so much over like the end result or like what you're trying to like make happen just work every day at it yeah because I think like okay you've hit that end result and if you rush to hit that end result you're gonna be like all right well what now like like you said Mm -hmm. it's gonna happen in the split of a second and you're not gonna like you're just gonna be like all right well that was cool like right but throughout your journey your goals should be, they can stay the same. They're not going to change, but they're going to evolve into other things. Right. And that's going to push your goals further. So let's say like you have a goal to do this. You have a goal to open a store or something. Mm -hmm. So if you rush to open that store and then you open the store and then you're like, well, what 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 am I going to do now? Yeah. And it's like, through that journey of opening up the store, you should be setting like, okay, I'm going to open up the store and then I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to hit mm-hmm. this. I'm going to hit this. And it's like, it should be evolving. So when you do hit a milestone, mm-hmm. you're going to be already working towards a bigger milestone. And that right. milestone is going to look like nothing compared to like what evolves into right. it. Think about how sad and unfulfilling life would be if you're just so fixated on the end thing that you don't even realize all the stuff that passed you by yeah like if you life is literally one big journey made up of a million other little journeys (laughs) so it's like if you're so like rushing to the end result and you're you get there and you're like okay, cool. Like you're never going to be fulfilled with anything if that's your mindset on how to get to the next thing. Like you just really have to embrace the journey for what it is, good and bad, because they both show you important things. Mm -hmm. I've like, 
had certain situations and I guess like this goes into like when you first started your journey like you are in control of your happiness Mm -hmm. and like I've felt so many times like so and I hate to say it all revolved around guys but like certain I don't know you get feelings for somebody and then Mm -hmm. they just like get like shot you know what I mean and like I've always told myself like after like I stopped talking to somebody or like they like not blow me off but like oh like this isn't gonna work out like and the feelings that I have of like well you know what I mean and just like the hurtful feelings they didn't have to say anything necessarily bad but like just another thing of like defeat Mm -hmm. and like I've had some pretty low moments and I never want to feel that again yeah and I think that's why I'm so afraid to uh, like get into a relationship with somebody because like I don't want to have those feelings you know what I mean and I don't want to put myself out there that I'm gonna get shot down again you know what I mean yeah, I mean, and I've heard that, like, hesitation before, and I've definitely had it. And something I kind of just, like, look back on is, like, you can only use it as growth. Mm-hmm. So you you know you never want to feel like that again. So, like, if, like, just go for it. Don't let it, like, build a fear in you because you'll just miss out on so many good experiences trying to prevent bad things from happening Yeah, when sometimes that's just the way some stories have to end to get you on the right track. So I, it's scary. And like, you never, I, I, I remember feeling the same way. Like I never want to feel like this again, but I think doing the, inner work enough to love yourself enough Mm -hmm. to where you're in that situation again where you can walk away and you can be like this sucks but I know that there's something I know this is just teaming me up for something better yeah I think when you hit that point it'll be like a little easier yeah but I remember that like just it's you get so so many bad things can happen in a row before your brain starts thinking like well, I want to avoid that bad thing. Yeah. But I also think, like, I don't know, I've let myself get back into those situations before. True. And it's, like, I remember this one time, like, it's with that same guy that, like, mm-hmm. I've been on a track with for three freaking <laughs> years. That, like, um, last year, it's, like, it's probably a year Coming up on, like, a year of when this happened, um, we were, like, seeing each other again, and then I had my guard up because I'm, like, I don't want, I, like, expected what was going to happen to happen, and, like, I told myself, like, if you're going to let this guy back in, like, you need to know, like, what's going to happen, because it it happened, um. However many times before. Yeah, and... I was just, like, I mean, it only happened, like, one previous time, 
mm-hmm. then like I let him back in and then lo and behold like he just fell off the face of the earth yeah and like I remember that day I ha- I did not cry or I mean I cried more than I've ever cried in a day because mm-hmm. I was like I don't know if it was necessarily like because of what he did or if it yeah. was because like I'm disappointed in myself that I let yeah. this happen again. If that but makes sense. I think that's only natural, but I don't think you should I don't think you should feel like that. Yeah. I don't think you should feel disappointed if something doesn't work out, I think it's very natural to feel shitty and disappointed in yourself yeah. for things. But I don't think, I think you kind of have to rewire it to to really, like, start seeing those things as blessings. Yeah. Because things don't work out for a reason. Yeah. And that's kind of, no matter how sucky it is. I mean, I remember being in sucky situations and people saying everything happens for a reason. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to punch them in the fucking face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so cliche, but I think, like, everyone strives to be happy mm-hmm. and everyone wants that. But I think it's important to be sad sometimes because it only makes you appreciate the happiness more. Yeah. I think you have to be disappointed in yourself sometimes to know, okay, like, I'm not going to give this person another chance. I don't want to feel like that again. But that doesn't mean don't give anyone else ever another chance, yeah. you know? Like, you you got to realign it to not let it scare you from all future things. Because if I would have done that, I would not be with Tom. Yeah. And I wouldn't, like, have rekindled half the friendships that I have. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I feel like also... Just my, like, situation growing up, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, your parents were, they've been married happily for I don't know how many years. Yeah. And, like, I grew up, like, with a divorced parent. Right. And, like, I had a, um, that was hard. And, like, you don't really see, like, I mean, I've never really seen, like, true love. You know what I mean? Right. Like, in my, I mean, I've seen true love, but, like. It hasn't, I mean, it wasn't around you in, like, the key developmental years where you're, like, this is what love is. That's what, it's crazy that, like, looking back, like, you can see all the childhood things that affected who you are. The childhood trauma. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. But, yeah, I guess, um, just not being scared of, like, commitment or, like, what the future holds is key. Yeah, I think, and I I think I know that's easier said than done. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just one of those things that, I like, I know there's so many crappy things that can happen <laughs> <laughs> that it's like, I still get anxious and stuff about certain things mm-hmm. or I want to avoid those things from happening, but at a certain point, it's completely out of your control. Yeah. And you have to just let things happen and reevaluate afterwards. Reevaluate the mistakes. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, like at, 
at the end of the day, you don't learn or grow from yeah. always being on the right track. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I think, like, to sum it all up is, like, you're always going to constantly be battling with something, Mm -hmm. but I think that, like, the way you go about handling it and, like, the lessons that come with it Mm -hmm. is what is kind of, like, self-growth is and, like, how you handle those situations and, just putting yourself first is like the ultimate goal of everything. Yeah. I think like you said, you should figure out like if you're on a new self growth journey, figure out exactly what it is you're trying to develop in yourself, set really like manageable goals Mm -hmm. and make sure that you have people around you that want to see you succeed in those goals. Because You don't know, like, I don't know how many times I've had a goal or I've had something and I could bring it up to someone and they're like, oh yeah, that's cool. Or do you really think that's a good idea? And it's like, to no fault of their own, that could just be they're not interested in it, but then they're not the person to have around you when you're trying to do that thing. Yeah. Or they'll like, they'll shit on you. Mm -hmm. Um... Or, like, make a joke of, like, whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, and it just will only diminish your ability to discipline yourself because you'll have those intrusive thoughts. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't need other people doubting you when you're already doubting yourself. Yeah, because, like, that's just going to weaken your confidence and then you're going to be insecure Mm -hmm. about, like, your goal. Like, I want to do this with my life or, like, I want to, like start a TikTok account or whatever, Mm -hmm. like those people, they're just jealous. If they're not like, if they're not supporting you and they don't like care about your journey, they're just jealous that you have these goals and you're like, you want to achieve big in your life. And like, they're just like, in all reality, they're just going to like keep bringing you down and it's going to stunt those goals and that motivation and you're just kind of going to be in square one and then you're going to have to hear them like oh i told you so like yeah you know what i mean yeah it's it's tricky but like you said like if if i was to start a tiktok tomorrow what do i care if someone in my family that's doing nothing with their life is watching it like who does she think she is because yeah. in in all reality it's me having that confidence within myself and what I'm doing that's scaring them. Yeah, exactly. And that should only, you got to get to the point where that ignites a fire in you to keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. Keep on doing whatever you want to do and just figure out the things that aren't working and find things that work for you. Mm-hmm. Like I remember um, when I was waitressing, and this is when Marley like first started her um, company, like or her, yeah, website, coaching. like yeah, her yeah. coaching thing. And like I was just hearing people like, they're like, "Oh, do you see like Marley is trying to be yeah. like a personal trainer or whatever?" And I was just like, "At least she's doing it." Like, and now she- they're the same ones that are sharing her Instagram yeah. posts. And like she um was telling me about like a 
gym, like in Geneva, like they would like make fun of her, like when she was working out and like, they would say like shit to her. And like, if she let those people like get into her head and like mm-hmm. she, her business would not be where it is right now because yeah, I mean, I don't, yeah. Like if she let those people in, like she probably wouldn't be consistent with it and like building like this um platform of like mm-hmm. and sharing like health. changing people's lives yeah. like she's changed like so many people's lives and like I think it's more of like living a healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. and like I quote healthy way like not being yeah like she makes it it's not like she's out there like shoving skinny tea down your throat yeah. like she's literally like Again, deconstructing what's not working, and she's giving you all the tools and showing you how accessible and reasonable living a healthy lifestyle is. But, like, if she, like, if you just think about, like, if she would let, like, those people in, like, she wouldn't be, it wouldn't be anywhere, and I hate to say it, but people are just jealous, like, because people just want to be in that situation, you know what I mean? Yeah, you start a blog, you start a business, mm-hmm. you start anything. There's going to be people talking about it. And all you got to think is it's word of mouth advertising. Facts. <laughs> like, that's something <laughs> PR has shown me is sometimes there is a thing as bad publicity. Mm-hmm. But publicity? sometimes if people are talking about your company like we have a study that could go out and talk about like a city doesn't rank well for like is expensive for housing those news channels are gonna blow up because they're like who do these people think they are but they're also like our names only getting further out there you know so it's like just think of it that way whatever you're doing they're doing the advertising for you Mm -hmm. by talking about you so you're welcome yeah but yeah, don't let um, don't let haters get in your mind. Nope, I think just set goals, evaluate what doesn't work for you, what does work for you, and make sure you have some sort of support system yeah. for what you're doing. And it could be you could have like multiple goals you're working on at different times that have different support systems. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I might have a couple friends I go to if I'm working out, but then I might have other ones that I go to if I'm listening to cool podcasts. Yeah. Like, it's finding, I guess, your supportive people in the ones that are not so supportive. Yeah. And, like, this, like, journey of self-growth doesn't have to start when you're our age, like, mm-hmm. to all my older ladies listening. Yeah. <laughs> It could start whenever. Like, my mom is, like, I pushed, I I didn't push her, but, like, she is, like, on her journey of, like, Mm self-growth and, like, living to be happy and, like, finding her happiness now and, like, she's, she's killing it. Yeah, I think it's, like, that much more empowering to, to know that it doesn't have to be when you're young, like you don't have to go through your twenties and that's like your key self growth and improvement yeah. years. Like it, 
can literally be whenever. It's just you stepping aside and letting yourself grow. Yeah. Like letting yourself do the things. Letting yourself water like a little flower (laughs) growing in the spring. But just think like, I don't know if this is just on my TikTok, but like I've seen like the TikToks and it's like, just see where you'll be in four months if you Mm -hmm. started today. Like, yeah, just in my personal experience, like just in the past, like three months, I've grown like more than I thought I would ever. Yeah. I mean, in all reality, the end of high school to when we left for college was like two and a half months. Oh, yeah. So it's not. And granted, I wasn't finished. Like when I went to college, I wasn't like, okay, like I'm grown. I got myself together. <laughs> <I'm grown>. like, <laughs> it was more so just like I focused that time on building the foundation to where I could mm-hmm. talk to myself nicely. And I was like, okay, like you're not an awful looking person. Like mm-hmm. you look good. Like I, I really worked on being confident in myself mm-hmm. that it's, it can happen fairly quick if you're just focused on it. Yeah. Discipline. Exactly. Key word. Discipline. <laughs> Stick to it. And I know a book that helped me like last year. I have it right here. So I had the title. I can't pronounce her name, but I highly, highly, highly suggest anyone that is trying to like self-improve and grow. They should read 101 essays that will change the way you think because This book is amazing. I don't think I've heard of that one. It is amazing. And I'm actually sent, I'm mailing it to my mom because she wants to read it. But it says like one chapter is titled like 50 people on the most liberating thought they've ever had. And like you read, you're only in your twenties. It's not too late to completely start over. And like how to become the kind of person who deserves the life you want. Like it's literally 101 essays about different things that will literally change the way you think. I, I can't say enough about this book. I got to write that down. Yeah. Get I'll your send you a picture out. of the cover. <laughs> 101 <laughs> essays that will change the way you think by Brianna. I don't know how to say her last name. Maybe it's like Weist West. W I E S T. It's probably just, I'm just butchering it, but I'm giving you a plug, Brianna. <laughs> Damn. Look at the one I just opened up to. 102 ways to not let irrational thoughts ruin your life. Oh, is that ironic or is that ironic? <laughs> it's a sign from the universe. Yeah, just do your own thing <laughs> for yourself. Do not care what other people think. Mm-hmm. Find the supportive people that contribute to it and just blossom into your own being. I've thought about making a TikTok like for the last two weeks and now I'm just going to do it. And it's basically just going to be me putting myself out there in. Do it up. I wanted to wear a freaking tutu on Broadway in Nashville or to the freaking grocery store. I'm going to do it because. I need to work on my, like, confidence in society. Yeah. And I'm going to hold myself accountable by putting it on TikTok. 
just know there's a lot of other people out there that like like that's brave to people like yeah if it can help someone plus i feel like my personality is a little too bright to like not be somewhere so i feel like tiktok's like a thriving environment tiktok is a spot yeah for you to just be weird and some there's a lot of other weirdos out there that'll like you appreciate it you know yeah i may not i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) i'm just kidding but like i'm confident in like and not confident in, like, certain settings. Like, mm-hmm. when I walk into the gym, I'm, like, very confident because, like, I know, like, I'm strong and I, like, believe in myself, you know? Mm-hmm. And I lift. When I say I couldn't lift shit when I first started, mm-hmm. and now I'm, like, pressing, like, 25, 30 pounds dumbbells. Yeah. So it's, like, You're doing good growth, man. But, like, when I walk into, like, a bar or something like mm-hmm. I don't know I, I lose confidence a little bit and it just like dies down a bit you know I think I'm I'm confident in who I am but I'm very like my problem is I love like fashion and stuff mm-hmm. so I might want to wear something that's a little more out there and I'm confident in who I am on the inside and I mean like the outside's fine too like that. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. <laughs> like if I walk into a a Wegmans or a bar or something wearing something that feels out of place for that environment or the people in there, them looking at me or whispering, that's what makes me start to feel unconfident. Mm-hmm. So that's what I need to work out work on. I need to keep putting myself in situations and be like, you know. I saw, like I said in the last episode, I saw a guy on a kilt in Baltimore, like in a kilt in Baltimore, <laughs> zooming on a scooter through the streets of Baltimore. And I'm like, he doesn't care. <laughs> he, he doesn't, doesn't care. care. <laughs> I need to be that because I took that home with me. And some little girl is going to see me in a grocery store and she's going to be like, I want to be that confident, mm-hmm. you know? So that's what it's all about. I love it. I did go to um, the bar below my building by myself, mm-hmm. and I sat at the bar. I did Yay. get a little drunk by myself, but that's all right. <laughs> but yeah, I did it by myself. It's okay. It's not a far walk home. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It was so liberating, like, just to be mm-hmm. there, like, by yourself and not be, like, in a room full of people who are together and, like, you just being by yourself and, like, not giving a fuck. Yeah. I think... Two, we don't realize how much feeling confident mm-hmm. other people can pick up on your confidence. Yeah. I've noticed it. When I'm at a bar and I can see, like, girls being just so themselves, mm-hmm. I'm like, I need to get to that point. Like, I'm in admiration of them. But, like, don't let people who don't get your vibe bring your mm-hmm. vibe down. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, you know, I feel like you know exactly who I'm talking about. The Instagram girl, Anna Grace. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love her. She's, like, the ultimate, like, just being yourself. Like, she will wear, a like, a tutu or frilly dress mm-hmm. to go pick up, like, stuff at a liquor store. It's, like... She posted on Instagram, I think it was, like, yesterday or something. You might have seen it. She went mm-hmm. to get sushi and she was in like a two piece, like yes. zebra print, like 
<laughs> bandeau top and a skirt with a puffer vest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right. You're killing yeah, it. It's all it was a, about the confidence. Yeah, it was a it was a moment. And that's yeah, that's what I'm working on. Mm-hmm. To get there. Do you, boo? <laughs> Do you, boo? <laughs> oh gosh. Sometimes I like try and say my affirmations. Mm-hmm. And like or like, I don't know. I talk to myself a lot. And, <laughs> I do like, too. Lola looks at me like I have ten heads. I'm like, don't judge me, Lola. If only you knew. Well, what if you, here's a, a thought. What if she's looking at you and the things you're saying, like, why doesn't mom already believe this about herself? Oh, that's so cute. I think that sometimes, like, if I'm freaking out, like, oh, like, I look good in the mirror. Cooper and Cosmo look at me like. Damn, mom. <laughs> yeah, like, she looks good all the time. Lenny's just shooting daggers and like, kill you in your sleep. <laughs> Yeah, they very much need to be where I am. Oh, yeah. All the time. It's crazy. But I guess we probably should end the episode. So, (laughs) yeah, enough about our animals. Yeah. Well, thank you for listening. Yeah. I I think we have ideas up our sleeves of what the next topics will be, but we don't have anything set in stone. So, if you have any suggestions, please send them our way. Send us a DM, comment on Instagram stories, our Instagram pictures. Um, yes. And don't forget to like, comment, follow, subscribe, rate. Yes. And share. A lot of people have been sharing to their um, other friends that like, I mean, obviously I've never met before, but like, <laughs> and it's just so awesome. Oh, I know. Comment, um, because we've been looking at like the analytics. Comment yes. where you're coming from or where you're listening from. Yes, I think it's we so have cool. <laughs> so many people from Denver, and we don't know anyone there. So we want to know. Like, oh, <sighs> uh, it's just so it's so cool. We don't yeah. care about the analytics, but we just think it's really cool yeah. to see where everyone's listening from. And we have a five out of five rating, but feel free to leave us whatever rating you think just leave us one Lenny's gonna be staring daggers if you leave anything (laughs) lower than a four (laughs) just kidding (laughs) just kidding just kidding